Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. Please support the podcast on Patreon. Patrons bring this free content to listeners with their monthly contributions. There's a link to the podcast Patreon page in the show notes. This is the third episode in a series on autism and domestic violence. This subject might bring up things for some people that could make them uncomfortable, so please consider that before listening. This episode is about triangulation, which is a common tactic used by manipulators to gain control. It's a method intended to create pressure to comply. It takes focused observation to see the pattern, and many autistics are great at that. While we may have traits that make us vulnerable to manipulation, we also have qualities that can help keep us safe. Triangles aren't per se unhealthy. Not all triangles are abusive. The key element is that one person in the triangle has or attempts to gain power over the other two for his own benefit. Emotional abuse can be something that becomes normalized. It can be out in the open, such as criticism or put-downs, or it can be so subtle that a person doesn't question it. In my opinion, an autistic might miss the signs of manipulation for a number of reasons. The challenge of social communication and limited social experience in relationships. Experience being bullied. The belief that people are inherently good. The belief that life is fair and justice always prevails. The idea that things are black and white, so this can't be happening because no one would ever do this. I learned about triangulation only recently. Before then, I didn't even know it was a thing. It happened all the time throughout my life, and I didn't see it. I would feel like I was being pushed into something I didn't want, but agreed to, either to keep the peace or make the triangulator happy. It was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. It wouldn't occur to me that I could say no. That's how good a manipulator can be. I didn't see it because I wasn't looking for it. One way that people might experience triangulation is within a family dynamic. The family members will talk about another family member, and often something they didn't like or are mad about, rather than talking to the person themselves, usually saying things like, don't tell him I said so. In a family, it inevitably gets back to the one being talked about. It becomes a triangle of the unhappy person, the family, and the one who caused the unhappiness. Communication isn't direct, and every family member will be the subject at some point. I have experience with that. When I talked about someone or listened to someone else do it, I felt relief that I wasn't the one being criticized. I already felt like I couldn't do much right. I was too shy, too sensitive, or whatever other faults I heard about frequently. I felt uncomfortable, though. I wonder if it's in part because inside I know what it feels like to be seen as flawed. I reached a point where this all became too upsetting for me. Being autistic, I didn't get it. I didn't understand why people wouldn't just talk directly to each other. The rules were so unclear. And logically speaking, it didn't seem to do any good. I mean, first, the 
target, so to speak, doesn't even know what they did wrong? And second, how are they supposed to figure it out when the offended person won't tell them? I got stuck in the middle of this and hated it so much that I finally started to say no. Talk to whoever you want something from, not me. How do I know what that person wants or why should I tell them you wanted them to do this or that? I mean, it just made no sense. In a family, this can be a result of poor communication skills or lack of understanding of healthy relationships. However, it's often encouraged by a manipulator. It's not that family members talk about each other that makes it a problem. It's that they have expectations of a person who is not part of the conversation and they want another family member to work it out for them or they're a bad person. I told one person repeatedly that they should talk directly to the one they wanted me to talk to. They persisted and continue that pattern no matter how many times I repeat myself. That is triangulation. I can choose to say no again and again. So here's another example of a manipulator triangulating. A divorced older man marries a woman 20 years his junior. He tells his adult daughter he wants her to be friends with his new wife. He tells his new wife that he wants her to be friends with his daughter. He'll say something like this to both of them. She can't wait to get to know you. The two of you have so much in common. When he talks to his daughter, he might even add, It would mean a lot to me. I want this marriage to work out. Yeah, stick the knife in. That's how an abuser does it. Leaves a person too confused and hurt to realize what's happening. Neither woman knows he's telling the other about this. Each one has been led to believe she's responsible for his happiness, that she owes him some kind of loyalty or else she's a bad person, that if he's unhappy, it's her fault for not doing what he asked, or even that she's being unreasonable if she doesn't do what he suggested. Do you see the manipulation here? Have you experienced this? There is a triangle, the man, the wife, the daughter. He plays on their desire to be a good person, to be fair, to be loyal, qualities some autistics take pride in. He pressures vulnerable people. And I know as an autistic person that when someone would do this to me, I became like a robot doing what I was told. I naively believed that being nice to people was what it was all about. Then they would like me, or at least not have a reason to dislike me. I had created a mask of this sweet woman, and I didn't want it to slip. When someone distorted reality to get what they want, I might even appreciate their advice. I defaulted to, they know better than I do, especially when it came to relationship matters. What's wrong with questioning what sounds like a reasonable request? It isn't a request. It's triangulation. In my example, the man is in the middle of a fake problem he created. He knows that their loyalty to their own values are their weaknesses. He uses that to get what he wants, control. 
He'll reinforce the triangle at every opportunity so that the two women will start thinking things like, he always spends more time with her. She can do no wrong in his eyes. Why do I always have to go along with what she wants? If you have experience with this, you might recognize the thoughts the women have. Well, after all, she's his wife or daughter, and then she'll deny her own feelings. How else does the man benefit? He has normalized his choice of wife and taken any objections or feelings about it off the table. A manipulator likes to create a situation between two people that's uncomfortable or even that makes them dislike or resent the other. He likes it when people are angry with each other and most of all, if they confront each other, it proves he controls them. I found that acting like I'm okay with something when a manipulator is trying to set me up to be angry about it can destabilize them. I'm acting though. I do it to confuse him because that will keep him away at least temporarily. As much as an autistic person dislikes the unexpected, a manipulator hates it even more. When I face something unexpected, I lose the power to deal with the situation. When a manipulator faces something unexpected, he loses power. Triangulation involves unspoken threats of exclusion. The goal is to divide and conquer, to play people against each other. The two triangulated individuals don't compare notes. The manipulator controls the communication. He'll lie and distort, telling each one a different story. Triangulation in a romantic relationship takes many forms. It can occur between a partner and a former partner. One man I'd been dating for a short time announced on the way to a party that his former girlfriend would be there. He talked to her about old times throughout the party. He made a point of introducing us to each other. A manipulator might set up a triangle with his partner and his friend. One partner said at the last minute he was too busy to go on a vacation with me, then drove away the next day with his friend to take the trip we had planned. I have no doubt that he said something to make his friend feel responsible. A triangulator might use a partner's friend, often by suggesting that the friend doesn't deserve her or that the friend is unstable or whatever it takes. He's willing to use a boss, an employee, even someone who takes your order in a restaurant. He might meet someone new, male or female, and talk about that person often, especially mentioning qualities he has told the victim she lacks. He might leave his phone out without a password, hoping she'll read his texts from a third person. He might compare the victim to another, subtly or overtly. This game is abusive because it leaves a victim feeling guilty, rejected, stressed, blamed, insufficient, confused, angry, anxious, depressed, powerless, demeaned, hurt. Here's an example that someone might completely miss. A mother doesn't call her daughter on the daughter's birthday. As you can imagine, the daughter's very hurt and angry. A week later, the mother calls her daughter and says, I'm calling to say happy birthday. 
I know I didn't call. I thought of you several times. I got so busy planning my neighbor's birthday party, the day slipped away. Do you see it? It's still a triangle, even if the neighbor wasn't manipulated. Which is impossible, of course, but let's pretend. This is another way a triangle is created, by indirectly suggesting someone else is more important. The goal is the same. Keep the other off balance and distract them from his bad behavior. That's his power. I still hear things like, It's the least you could do. She's done so much for you. Remember that time when she sent you a Christmas card? Or, It would mean so much to him if you do this. How's it going to look that you won't help one of my friends? I told them you would. Here's an example of how a triangle looked in my life. At family dinners with my partner, the siblings sat together and always put me next to the sister's husband. He was easy to talk with, and the family pretty much excluded us from their conversation anyway. One evening, as we were leaving the dinner, I saw my partner talking to his sister alone, and I assumed they were saying goodbye. As we began heading home, my partner said to me, My sister is really upset about you talking to her husband the whole night. I think she feels jealous. I thought, that's odd. Well, you two talked to each other for the entire dinner. You seemed to be enjoying it. I said, yeah, we were. We really didn't have anything to add to your conversation. He answered, she's really hurt. I don't know if she'll come to dinner again. I tried to talk to her, but she's really upset. At first, I thought he was joking. It seemed so ridiculous. I said, do you want to know what we were talking about? How he's taking her on a romantic trip to Italy. He adores her. His face lights up when he talks about her. I'm so excited for your sister to get to go to Italy. He persisted, and I began to wonder if he was the one who was jealous, not his sister. I didn't trust what he was telling me, but I can bet the conversation with his sister went something like this. I noticed that she, meaning me, was paying a lot of attention to your husband. Good thing you two have a good marriage. He planted the seed of doubt about her husband and about me, and about her marriage. I already had my plan to leave him, and this confirmed that once I did, I'd be free from his games. I didn't know that what he was doing was called triangulation. I recognized what he was saying was manipulative because I engaged my brain. Logic was my friend. Now I watch for this kind of behavior. Unhealthy triangulation is abusive. It's disrespectful. The triangulator has no regard for the person he's manipulating. In fact, he delights in using them. When you interact with someone like this, remember Miranda writes, You have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Watch for this toxic control strategy. The triangulators I know use it so frequently that it's as if they can't operate in any other way. Nearly everything becomes a triangle. It's a fun game for them. Does anyone tell you that somebody talks about you but don't tell her I said so? Has your date or partner flirted with someone else while you're watching? Do you feel pressured by one person to say something bad about another? There's no question in my mind that this type of triangulation is a form of emotional abuse. It takes practice to notice it, but it's everywhere. It's often subtle. Like I said, not all triangles are bad. 
As an autistic, I've found that I can protect myself by understanding my own qualities and characteristics and how they make me vulnerable. I accept that there are people who will try to control me by using triangulation. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me or that I'm less than. I don't have to go along in order to prove I'm good or nice. I've decided I can see it from a different angle. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love hearing your thoughts and ideas. You can message me at an autistic woman on Twitter. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm the Autistic Woman. 